content may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener's discretion is advised. listeners to WTF You're Talking About, the podcast where we don't know what we're talking about until you do. I'm Katie. And I'm Decker. And we're here to ask each other, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> You've done it. Your face made it seem like you had a question. No, no I was just curious to see like how this intro went. Because our past like two or three have like been riddle, rife with mistakes. Hi, kitten. We've been visited by a cat. Oh, is it the Jacks? It's the tiny Jacks. Oh, my heart. The cutest of all cats see, like, that imagine, existed ever. Like, if I were to see a cat like Jacks, there wouldn't be a choice. <laughs> it would just be over. <laughs> yeah, but she is a lot less low maintenance. How did she get Jacks again? We got her at the Humane Society. Gotcha. So you got her, you got CJ as a dumpster cat. Yeah, well, a, a truck cat. Oh, a van right. cat. I keep feeling like they're dumpsters. I think it's because when you told me that story, we heard about cats that were in the dumpster at T-Sheets. Um, well, I was on my way back from the dumpster. Oh. Because when we found CJ, I was at work. Uh, no, I wasn't on the way. Somebody, There was a dumpster involved. One of the other, one of my coworkers took the trash out. And on the way back from the dumpster, I was like, does anyone want a kitten? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh yeah, there, there's... A cat has climbed up inside this van. And I was like, you mean the one they're going to use in the morning? That, that cat should probably come out of there. And thus began the saga of trying to lure CJ out of his car. Mm. And now he's here. And then Mac, you guys got from the Humane Society as well, right? Yeah, we got him from the Humane Society of the Palouse. So up in Moscow. Right. And he had been... He came into the Humane Society there as a stray... Because someone had dumped him up on Moscow Mountain. Like, just left him. Jax had actually been surrendered to the Humane Society. Um, and her birthday was on Saturday. <gasps> I missed your birthday? But since she was surrendered, we actually know when her birthday is. Because they had that information. Nice. Um, so our, our theory is that somebody had a litter of kittens. And she was the teeny little runt cat. And they were like, well, Bye. Yeah, bye, most beautiful, amazing cat of my life. Her name at the Humane Society was Katana. Listen, though, I can see it. I can fucking see it. Max name. She's a ninja! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Max name at the Humane Society was Fez. Okay, that's Yeah, no, work it doesn't. That doesn't work for me at all. We were like, you're not a Fez. You're not a Fez. You're a cat. We're changing that immediately. <coughs> Anyways. Anyways. So here's how this works. We have six categories of topics, and the next episode's contents will be determined by the roll of a die. We have... Categories. There's <laughs> a like, drum roll, please. <laughs> and they are... True crime, paranormal, history and education, science and technology, entertainment. Entertainment. Current events. <laughs> we will roll an aim, an eight-sided die. And if you roll a one, then you're going to roll a six-sided die for those same six categories, except it has to be local, so Idaho or any state bordering Idaho, and boy, are we in a position with that today. Woo! <laughs> and if you roll an eight, then it's a wild, and you can pick whatever. Somehow, we both managed to roll local rolls. Yeah, both local rolls, and uh, yeah, that's... The, I'm just glad <laughs> we didn't roll the exact same. Could you imagine? Oh, God. Both local and then the same thing? It's like, listen, though... Yeah, one of those would have had to have been rerolled. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We both are going to talk about the television. No. No. As you know, I love the television. I hate talking about the television. It's just, I feel like Idaho needs more things for its claim to fame. Than the television and Yeah, because everyone's just so proud of the television. They're so proud, but it's like, that that can't be the only thing. A Ruby Ridge. That- Listen, though. Okay. <laughs> um, the gigantic nuclear explosion. Oh, gigantic you're not familiar with this. Gigantic nuclear explosion? Yeah. <laughs> now, the way that you said that almost sounds like I'm not sure I believe you now. No, you should believe me. I can't remember where it was, but there was a... There was a nuclear a, explosion. I think it was a reactor explosion? 
we have a reactor here? They did. Like an actual nuclear reactor here? Like yeah. I know we have geothermal, and I know we have... Oh, the, yeah, there's, like, tons of nuclear stuff around Idaho. Huh. Um, Probably all controlled <clears throat> by Idaho Power. I don't think so. No? Um, but I think that's... Uh, the... It's a sugar bee factory, isn't it? God. <laughs> it explains it! I'm sure that the, the nuclear <coughs> reactors smell better than the sugar bee factory. God, And better. also the paper mill in Lewiston. Gross. Paper mill in Lewiston. It, it smells fucking Oh, awful. and that's why the whole Lewiston area smells horrific, oh, isn't it? Like an armpit. Okay, yeah, because I remember my... Uh, I'm not my, an asshole. My stepbrother got married in Lewiston, uh-huh. and I was like, why would you have chosen this Why would this you place? live here? Yeah. I want to you, smell so bad on my wedding day. You do acclimate to it, which is a terrible thing to acclimate to. Uh, I should never have to acclimate to shit. <laughs> like, when people are like, I need to acclimate to heat, like, because I mean, of a NASCAR you also, driver. You do also acclimate to shit. Because Moscow's a rural town. That is an agricultural school. There was, like, fucking... 180 acres of farmland on the campus. And one bar. So there was like this very particular... Oh, I guess there was only one bar on campus. Oh, man. <laughs> no, bummer. <laughs> like, specifically it's... on campus. I was like, oh, you guys had a bar on campus? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I wasn't that lucky. It's not a bar anymore. We were a dry campus. And everyone was like, fuck that, we're wet. I love your sex tape. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, no, so there was... Uh, a bar called The Perch, okay. and then it closed at some point, and it opened back up my senior year, I think, as, like, a, a bar and, like, a small convenience store, but mostly a bar. Um, and then a couple years later, it, like, shut down, or they took the alcohol away from it or whatever, because somebody complained that it was too close to... Sorry, continue. I was waiting for a sneeze and decided oh. not to come. Somebody complained that it was too close to the campus Christian center. Or no, to the um, the on-campus uh, LDS church. That was who complained. It was the, the on-campus LDS church. It was What's like, this up? bar is too close. Jesus turned water into wine. So why are we all upset about this? I mean, you know. Did he miss the memo? <laughs> And the, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. It was great because it was right behind our house. So, like, after, like, Monday, you just sat through, like, a two-hour chapter meeting, and you're like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and you go to the bar. Yeah! <laughs> um, but, yes, there was... It's, it's not a bar anymore, so I guess there are no longer any on-campus bars. But there's a fuck ton of cows. And so there's a very particular smell. Wait, are we talking about the, Moscow or are we talking about Cuna? Moscow. Okay. So there's a very particular smell when you walk out of the Winco, which is directly across from like the beginning of the agricultural fields, where you walk out and it's just like cow shit. Oh, I know that smell. Uh huh. My family are farmers. My family are that from was... farmers. <laughs> My family are farmers. Uh, no, and then like when I lived in Cuna, that was all you ever smelled was because they had. Mm-hmm. A... Also, they had a freaking dairy farm right by the school. Right by CUNA High School. And I'm like, do you hate your children? Do we really hate them? No, that's, that seems about right, because FFA. But like... And also, yes, we hate their children. But why? <laughs> also, why do we call them CUNA cavemen? What about cavewomen? <laughs> why are the women also called cavemen? That is what bothered me the most. I talked high to some person that like they grew up in CUNA, and I guess until they were in like their 20s, they didn't <clears throat> realize that cavemen was not spelled with a K. Fuck off. <laughs> right? I was <laughs> like, right uh, there's no excuse for you. You should be embarrassed. Listen, how'd you get out of elementary school without actually learning how to spell caveman correctly? They were in CUNA. Right. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, nuclear explosions. Right, that was not pertinent to anything, I don't think. Well, we're talking about like local area and like right. what, what's, what's oh place? things like, that I don't know is said, for. Like, explosions. So instead of like fun, great things, you're like death. Um, also, uh, I talked about this when we talked about the Golden State Killer, but the relatives that they got the DNA sample from right. was here. Yeah, yeah. I found out my work actually reimburses you for taking those tests. So I oh, I was like for tests. for unmasking a serial killer. Yeah, I know, right? It's pretty great. That's so very find, specific. I know. If I find one, I get like ten dollars. I do. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Woo! You get an Amazon gift Dude, card. I'm getting the sickest scratcher here in the valley. 
six bucks. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what's been happening at work, but like I keep like uh, we keep talking about like being like thug and like what's our hood sign and like one day we just did this and it's like stuck and I'm like. Listen, guys, this isn't working. Yes, the people at the tech company are definitely thug. We're so thug. Like we're lit. Um, God, I hate every time I say that. I feel like I progressively, like, just I'm knocking away my life in the future. When you say thug, or when you say lit, or specifically when you say them together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it as a wombo combo kind of thing, then like, that's a whole decade right off the top. <laughs> As I live for a thousand years, and all I have is like fifty. So a thousand. How many times have you said it? This week's been a long week. It's Wednesday. Yep. Well, yeah. Oh no, we've just revealed our ever-revolving, changing oh, of recording shit. schedule. It's never the <laughs> like it's same. Wednesday. I mean, sometimes it's the same. But the release day is always the same. Yes. Unless I fuck up and I like, misname the episode. Sorry <laughs> and, about that. And then I post it and I listen to it and I'm like, shit, 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 shit. shit. take it down. <laughs> We're doing a rewind. Listen to it again. <laughs> hey, throwback Thursday to last Thursday. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, well, uh, Decker... What the fuck are we talking about? I'm so glad you asked because I was almost forgetting like why I was here. <laughs> You're like, why? <laughs> uh, let me go ahead. Just, why are we sitting in front of a microphone? Let me just take care of some errands. Um, so I, we both got local last week, and I got a history and education. So help me God, <laughs> if that was wrong. I'm pretty sure you did. Um, but I was trying to look up something, not necessarily like good or bad, but just kind of, like, unique, and I was down at the Boise Market, and I was like, huh, we don't talk about the Boise Market. I'm not talking about the Boise Market. Um, but while I was down there, I wanted to go get some breakfast, and I actually ended up swinging by a place called Even Stevens. Mm-hmm. Do you know that place? Yeah. They make okay. sandwiches and stuff. They do make sandwiches and stuff. They also make burritos, and apparently everyone loves their mimosas. Really? Um, I guess. That, or it's just jewels. But, which is everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everyone now. I, I guess see she that. speaks for us all. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. She's pretty loud. Uh, <laughs> God help me. She hears that. Um, <laughs> um, That's fine. All of our friends stopped listening 30 episodes ago. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I don't know that's listening right now. Anyways. And uh, if they complain about saying that, then, then we'll know they're still listening. <gasps> That could be it's the way we know. It's a <laughs> test. I like it. Anyways, if it's... <laughs> anyway, um, so even Stevens, um, I thought they were only here. I thought it was like a, like a startup like a kind local? of thing. Yeah. It turns out they're not. They actually are um, from Utah. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So it's still local. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going to talk about um, currently what's going on with them, like how they kind of started, like, what their premise is. So it's kind of more educating you on their current, um, little like, more, it's more kind of current events in a sense. But it's still interesting nonetheless because, one, they don't really have a history. It was hard to dig up any information about them and, like, why they started. So, and I don't really have that. Uh, but what I do have is one of the fundamental things they pride themselves on is that they... Is that they donate to um, nonprofits? The five hundred one. You spooked him. I, I did the cat to spook. Yeah. They donate to five hundred one C threes. Okay. So, so nonprofits. And C three POs. Right, C three POs. And when I went there, I thought it was odd. They had a sign up in the back that was actually really hard to see. But I was like, Jules was talking to me. I was like, Wait a second, I'm reading. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on, I'm I reading the sign that's on the other side of the shop. Can't use both. Um, <laughs> that, that seems about right. My nose was using that smell. <laughs> <laughs> I can use my eyes, my ears, or my nose. <laughs> but I, uh... <sighs> fucking... This is off topic. Okay, yeah, go. You absolutely must get caught up on my dad wrote a porno. I have, like, I need to listen to the whole thing from the beginning. It's... Honestly. Fucking... I mean, yes, it's fucking because... Porno. It's fucking. I think the last episode 
is possibly the most ludicrous episode to date. I'm excited. Out of five books. Please tell me she's going to the moon. No. She's at a castle in Germany. Hmm. Yeah, hold on. Von Wiener Schnitzel. East Berlin. <laughs> East Berlin? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not a thing. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, oh, shit, what was I saying? Oh yes, D- uh, donations. I noticed that in the back though they had the sign, which and it was like weird because I feel like it was like a notice, but they didn't want people to notice the notice. Um, I've, I've noticed you noticing this notice, but nobody notices notice in Idaho. It's true. Which is technically Oregon, I think, right? No, I think it's in Idaho because it's like it's like right on the border there. I'm pretty sure. N-O-T-U-S. City in Idaho. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's in Canyon County. That's most certainly in Idaho. Okay. Well, everything's a blur to me. <laughs> Anyways, let's not talk about my geography. That's not Decker's what I bad at maps. <laughs> Which is funny because I was really good at that corn maze. So I most certainly am great at maps. I'm just bad at remembering where I've been. Um, but yeah, so uh, donations though. They had a sign up in the back that was saying something along the lines of, they are no longer able to continue doing the donations. And I was like, well, shit, that's the whole reason why we came here in the first place. Was, well, I mean, other than getting sandwiches. Like, it wasn't to eat breakfast. But I came here to support good causes. And when I saw it, it says that they stopped that as of August while they're undergoing like some sort of like uh, reevaluating their finances. And so when I did more digging, because like, I wanted to learn more about that, I found that apparently they've declared bankruptcy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and they were, uh, uh, they are a part of, or they, they are in multiple states. They're in a total of, I think, eight states. Uh, not this one, it's one of these ones inside of here. Um, the ones, the ones I remember is, uh, Washington, Idaho, Utah, Texas, um, I think one of them was Arizona, and there were like one or two more. So there was about six or seven of them, and they shut down all of the ones except for the one here in Idaho, Utah, and then I think they kept like one in Washington. So the reason why they had to declare bankruptcy was how they were spending their money. They didn't think about this in terms of scalability, right? Because as as a start, when they started up and they started doing this donations thing, they were just one business, right? And so they just had to pay for people making the food, get you know, pay for the food, and just taking care of that shop. They never thought of like corporate things or like marketers or like anything else. So by the time that they declared bankruptcy, they had been losing eight hundred thousand dollars a month. <gasps> A month. Holy and cow. apparently they've been doing that for quite some time, according to um, Chief Reconstructing Officer Brooks Pickering. So Are you sure that's not a fish? That, no, it's not a fish. Um, but he uh, he has been tasked with going through all their finances and stuff since they declared bankruptcy. And they had to shut down all these things in order to keep the business alive. In a sense. So they had to basically stop all their donations to try and save their business. Yeah. Yeah. And it was insane because if you think about it in that way, right, each business themselves was losing about $100,000. Or like at least each region in total, like Idaho, all those different states, since there's about seven, they were each losing about $100K, $110K a month. And Idaho... Ended up being in debt almost a million dollars. $919,458 is assigned to this current chain's uh, branch. Like, that's fucking insane. And so they had to stop that. And their goal currently is to try and... They want to get back into giving back. But they can't do that until they fully reevaluate the finances and figure out, like, are they going to increase costs for food? Are they going to reduce how much they donate? They're trying to keep a log of the purchases that they're currently doing. At least that was the notice that I remember seeing in their store was that they were planning on trying to give 
to act like retroactively once they got everything else solved out. But uh, even Stevens, apparently they had donated 8,000 pounds of food to make 6,667 meals um, in one recent year. It didn't specify a specific date. But they had been donating to... Oh, I found the... I found the um, states, by the way. Sorry. So the, the states okay. were... Uh, I just have it right here. <coughs> the, um, the closures included Arizona, Texas, Colorado, Provo, and Utah. But they plan on keeping the stores in Utah, Washington, and Idaho. So, and apparently this store here in the state was one of its top performers, which is why I had kept it. And they also say that they think this is going to be like a good foothold for it to grow here. Wait, isn't that the only one in Idaho? That's just, as far as I know, I didn't find any other ones when I was searching. If, if they are, they're kind of hidden. Um, but they, uh, Pickering stated, he's, he said that they are very bullish on Boise in terms of growing. And I feel like we've been seeing that a lot lately where, like, I mean, my business just got acquired by a mm-hmm. huge company. Um, and everyone here is moving, so we're bound to see a lot of bigger businesses or businesses that want to yeah. become very big to start investing heavily. Because, like, um, I actually looked at the population for Boise in the last 20 years, and we've, well, actually almost 30 years, and we've doubled. Since 1990, we were at 1 million people in Idaho, and we've jumped up to 1.7, I think it was 1.79 million people. And Boise's like stupid. Apparently we didn't do a census in Boise until like the 90s. That seems about right. Yeah. And I was like, and also you just see like, like this almost like logarithmic line where it's just like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> we, we it's like a straight like one to one. Although apparently poor Montana, Montana because just like stayed the same for the entirety of its existence. I was just like, well... Like 12 people and a bison. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the um, uh, to the store, though. They um, closed 11 stores and they let 250 employees go during this. But yeah, they had to declare bankruptcy in order to keep their basically business alive. And that just goes to show you, and I mean, that's pretty much it with this story in terms of... Um, it just kind of goes to show you that if you want to do good things, you got to make sure that not only is it scalable, but that you can afford it's it. sustainable. at this point, I mean, I don't know when they start to exist because, again, their homepage did not have any information. And then we existed. Really. Um, but this definitely sent them, this had to have sent them back years. Because you think about it, they just lost their foothold in several states and they lost hunt, millions of dollars. In, in theory, because if you lost $800,000 for months and they said that they've been doing that for quite some time, two months is already $1.6 that's million. That's a fuck ton of money. That's so much money. Like, I don't even understand how you can blow through that much money. College. But, <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to talk about. So, even Stevens currently is, if you're planning going there and hoping that they're going to donate the stuff, they currently are not doing that as of now. While they said they are expecting to, they also are, that's the last thing, in, uh, I think it was the Idaho Statesman one, that article I read, they also are apparently planning to sell. Oh. Right? And that's, I've heard that being Maybe bought out by Big Sandwich? Right. Like, like <laughs> Jimmy John's. Oh, no. Um, no. But, no, we better sue away. Um, no. It is Big Sandwich. <laughs> it is Big Sandwich. <laughs> Uh, but that was the other thing that I noticed too is I'm like well you say that and not all business acquisitions go super well uh-huh. I was very lucky in terms of like how mine went and I'm very grateful for that but it's doubtful if they've already lost a whole bunch of money in the main cause or one of the main causes because of all their donations mm-hmm. if it was spending, then it would continue what do you think they're going to cut if yeah. they are going to donate they're probably going to drop it because I guess they donated 50% of what they made back to charity they're going to have to drop that probably fairly significantly. I can understand how that is not sustainable. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, in what world do you think buying an $11 sandwich and then you really only getting five fifty from that is going to allow you to pay yeah. for labor, food, sh- like, purchase, like, not just the food. The it, location. The location. Because rent, rent's always stupid expensive, especially mm-hmm. for businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's just kind of sad. But... I hope 
they get to keep having a history. I hope they get to have a comeback. I hope the company, if they do buy them, they still try to honor the spirit of what the company stood for while being a bit smarter with their finances. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So. Hopefully that was close enough. That's about as close as I could find. I mean, yes. Yeah. That's almost more of a current event. Right. <laughs> right. But a current event will be history at some point, so. There we go. <laughs> um, so, uh, Katie. Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, for this local, I did not stay in Idaho. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you grew up with cable, right? Yes. So you had Disney Channel? Yes. Did you partake in uh, Disney Channel original movies? Oh, duh. Okay. That's where High School Musical came from. Yes. Um, and I think, uh, oh, what about uh, Z- uh, not Xenon? <laughs> Xenon Warrior Princess. No, no, uh, Xenon the, Girl from the whatever space. Century. Yeah, yeah. Like I guess all 32nd, um, 27th, I don't know. Uh, Phil of the Future. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think he also had a movie where like, they actually went to the future. That seems about right. Um, I don't know why he always uses garage door to teleport. I, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. I'm not you familiar with Phil of the TV. Future. Um, like, I, I definitely watched a lot of PBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Halloween Town? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. So then this will make a lot more sense to you than it will to me, because I, I have not seen Halloween I Town. I fucking, I fucking love Halloween Town. <laughs> also, maybe afraid of movie theaters, because um, you haven't seen it. I don't Correct. want to spoil it. But there's a scary scene in the movie theater that happens, and I did not like it. Well, I'm going to spoil it, because I'm going to read a synopsis. Cool. Um, so for those of you that are like me, and did not grow up watching Disney Channel original movies, because okay. cable was not a thing that we had, Halloween Town is a series of fantasy Disney Channel original movies released by the Disney Channel between 1998 and 2006. It consisted of four films. So there was Halloween Town... Halloween Town 2, yep. Calabar's Revenge, Halloween Town High. Yes, Halloween Town High. And Return to Halloween Town. I don't remember Return to Halloween. That one came out in 2006. Okay. Uh, it, I remember the first three. It's, uh, so the premise is that fantasy beings such as witches, warlocks, vampires, werewolves, mummies, ghosts, trolls, ogres, zombies, pumpkin heads, which is a race of people with jack-o'-lanterns for heads, which makes me think of... Uh, have you seen Over the Hedge? Not Over the Hedge. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I mean. Um, over the Garden Wall. No. They they stumble into this town where the people are all made of pumpkins. Pumpkins? Like, yeah, they're like all squash. Or pump, pumpkins? Isn't that, wasn't that the original name I found for pumpkins in our very like first like Halloween spooky one? Possibly. I think it was pumpkins. Anyways, yes. You should not say that anymore. Pumpkins. No. No. Listen, I have some pumpkins for some. No. <laughs> but yeah, so pumpkin heads, as well as skeletons, goblins, and humanoids with varying numbers of heads. Oh, gourd. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. Humanoids with varying numbers of limbs and humanoids with varying numbers of sensory, sensory organs. Uh, so the, the idea is that they're all real, but they have removed themselves from Earth society and for, like from the history to escape the humans because humans are assholes and fear persecution, witch trials, cool. So they make their own community and that is Halloween Town. Uh, and it's it's like in an alternate universe. Does that sound right. right? I forget how they get there. Travel between Halloween Town and the ordinary historical world, uh, which they call the mortal world, is only what? possible with mortal the mortal world. Uh, that's right. I can't die in Halloween Town. Continue. Uh, <laughs> uh, is only possible with magical aid and only at regulated times, such as Halloween, until the portal seals at midnight. Um, during the second film, I guess they permanently open a portal between the mortal world and Halloween Town. Yes. And then the events of the third film breach the gap further. Uh, it's How do that- you breach something further when you've already opened a permanent gateway? Well, have, so have you ever like opened a bag of cereal via the like way that you're supposed to? Uh-huh. And then it like opens further? And oh, you've, like, ripped the top off. Yeah, and you're like, I know. Oh. I was trying to be so careful. It's like, uh-huh. like and you've, fuck, how you did have, you do uh, that? You have reached that bag of cereal further. 
Mm, okay, I just like to imagine like Majora's Mask, like Moon crashing into the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I've breached you further. Uh, so they, there are many tra- like Halloween traditions between the like parallel between Halloween Town and the mortal world. And an example would be how mortals wear costumes that mimic creatures of Halloween towns, um, being more frightened than they actually or more frightening than they actually are. Um, while in Halloween Town, the residents dress up every day and are much more friendlier, much more friendlier, much more friendly than the humans ever act like they are. Right. Uh, magic is prevented in uh, is pre- presented through like the daily life of Halloween Town. There's like a limited number of people that actually practice or control magic. And they're generally humans called witches or warlocks. Generally. Generally. Uh, and they will appear as human but possess some sort of biological extrasensory ability that allows them to harness magic, uh, unlike plain old boring humans. Uh, and then magic is hereditary. So that's neat. Um, the yeah, so good luck going. Good luck being a muggle going to freaking, you know, the Wizarding World. Yeah. Shit, I wasn't born with it. So the Halloween Town movies uh, center around the lives of the Cromwell Piper family. The family matriarch Agatha uh, has been the pillar of Halloween Town society for centuries. Her daughter Gwen married a mortal and chooses to live, ha- live, leave, leave, leave. <laughs> Short circuit. It chooses to leave Halloween Town mm-hmm. uh, for the mortal world. And so then it, I guess somebody has widowed, someone has died. I, I am I forget, I forget who unsure as to who, but I do have an actual like synopsis that may help us uh, ascertain this. Was it her husband? Uh, I think so. Well, because she's widowed, but I don't know when this, like who exactly is widowed. Um, because whoever it is that is widowed has three children. Marnie, Dylan, and Sophie. Yes. Yes, it is the mom because... Okay, but is that Agatha honest. or is that Gwen? Gwen. Okay. I, I believe. Okay. Um, and she's like, nope, no magic for you. And she like keeps them away from Halloween Town and from Agatha, I think. Yes. The so, grandma. here's the, the TLDR. 13-year-old Marnie Piper and her mother, Gwen, are arguing over why she and her younger siblings... Dylan and Sophie can never go out for Halloween. Marnie cannot go to a costume party, and her mother doesn't tell her why. She's just like, yep, no, can't go. Uh, and I, I imagine that happening like, but why? Because I said so. Ah, yes. <laughs> the age-old. <laughs> uh, Gwen's mother, Aggie, who is an expert witch, shows up for her annual Halloween visit the children are super happy to see her. Gwen is not happy to see her. Uh, because She's volume ruined everything. <laughs> because Agatha is like, you guys should be more involved in Halloween. And Gwen uh, is like, yes. no. So unknown to Marnie, Agatha is intent on training Marnie as a witch. So before heading home, Agatha reads the children a bedtime story called Halloween Town. And it's a mystical place where witches, vampires, and monsters of all sorts live in peace. Sophie points out a drawing of a witch in the book that resembles Marnie. Agatha does nothing to stop Marnie from imagining such a thing. Uh, Gwen and Aggie then get into an argument where Gwen is like, Marnie will not be raised as a witch. She will just be a normal, boring human. And Uh, Agatha is like, I disagree. Um, I have powers, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) But then she's actually there for another reason, and that is because people have mysteriously been disappearing from Halloween Town. Uh Gwen's like, "Uh, no, they've just moved. Agatha is like, I think not. So she is asking desperately for Gwen's help, but Gwen is like, yeah, no, fuck off. Uh, But Marnie overhears this. So when Agatha goes to go home, Marnie and Dylan follow her. And they see Agatha getting on a magical bus, and they sneak through the back door, and they go to Halloween Town. Uh, Agatha, however, does not see that Marnie and Dylan have done this, um, but and they realize that Sophie also snuck onto the bus with them. And so they start looking for Agatha. They approach. They are approached by Calabar, who is the mayor of Halloween Town. 
he whistles for a cab, which is driven by Benny. He's who's a skeleton. A right? skeleton. Yeah. Uh, with a bad sense of humor, it does specify. So the children find Agatha's home, and Agatha decides not to take them home immediately. Um, she says that she'll start Marnie's witch training, but she has to take care of the bad thing first, which I assume is the disappearances. She shows her children what she's talking about, and in her cauldron there is a vision of a hooded demon, laughing maniacally. She says that she must activate Merlin's talisman with a spell and a potion to defeat the demon. In the town, they meet Luke, who is a goblin made from... No. He was made handsome by a shadow demon. Uh, he makes a clumsy pass at Marnie, which is concerning because I believe she is a child. You said 13. Uh-huh. She is the so... eldest. She's a child. Um, Disney Channel originally. <laughs> which she is like, uh, no thank you. Uh, Mom, Gwen, is all like, where are my kids? So she goes to Halloween Town to bring her kids home, uh, which Marnie is not a fan of this plan. Uh, but there isn't another bus that Gwen can find to go back to the mortal world. So she goes to the mayor to see if he can do anything about it. And she's shocked to see that the mayor is Calabar, her ex-boyfriend. He briefly leaves to handle another problem. And so Gwen and her children see Agatha walking somewhere with Luke. Uh, Sensing that Agatha could possibly be in trouble, they follow her and Luke to an abandoned movie theater, which I assume this is what you were talking about. Yeah. Agatha meets the hooded demon in the theater, where Halloween Town citizens have been frozen in time. Uh, Aggie de- declines to give the talisman to the demon. Uh, Gwen and the children enter the theater as Luke rushes out in fear, so yep, thanks for your help there. Uh, the demon freezes Gwen and Agatha, uh, but the children escape. So these children that have no knowledge of anything have escaped and must now save the day. Yeah. <laughs> Disney movie. Disney movie. <laughs> uh, so the children escape. They get the necessary ingredients, which is the hair of a werewolf, the sweat of a ghost, and a vampire's fang. The to- sweat of a ghost. Uh-huh. That one was my favorite one. I was like, how do you Where? get a ghost to sweat? <laughs> is it like, do you have to wring it out? Like I- ectoplasm? You're like, oh. Gross. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, so the talisman regains its power, uh, but they know that they need to install a talisman in a large jack-o'-lantern in the center of town. Because I guess the way that this is written makes it sound like they're just like, oh, we have to put this on a giant pumpkin. Well, they have to, like, I think, I think part of it also felt like they were right, so I'm like, well, shit, now what do we do? Ah, oh, yes. Oh, yes, let's put it on this giant squash. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, so they arrive to install it. Which is the funniest phrasing ever. Like, yes, we're going to install this on a pumpkin. Yep. Like, <laughs> they sent us from the warehouse. Not from a trade school. <laughs> um, the demon, however, appears and is like, I am the mayor. And that's <laughs> not what he's I like. I am the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shit. I should rephrase. He's there now. Uh, the demon shows up and re- is revealed to be the mayor. <laughs> Not like he declares like, himself mayor. I like how you tell him though. Just like be like, hey bitches, I'm the mayor. <laughs> uh, so he starts talking to the townspeople and he's like, hey, you should join me. Let's take over the human world. Um, but with the help of Luke, Marnie manages to slip past him uh, long enough to climb into the pumpkin, of course, uh, and try to place the talisman inside. However, Calabar notices her and freezes her. Yes, that was words. Uh, as she is about to pass out... It's red like green light. you got to know when to play. <laughs> <laughs> as she's about to pass out, Marnie drops the talisman inside the jack-o'-lantern, which then makes it illuminate, which unfreezes her and everyone that's trapped in the theater as well, uh, which severely weakens Calabar. So then... Mom, Grandma, and the other kids confront him, and they're like, Whoa, fuck you, dude. And they use their combined powers to defeat him. And he's no longer mayor, I'm guessing. I'm <laughs> mayor! <laughs> and then the film ends with the family getting on the bus and blasting off to the mortal world. <laughs> Team Rocket, blast off! Perfect. <laughs> now yeah, you're... I forget how they... I'm pretty sure they hold hands. And they're like, we're gonna win! <laughs> and, then like, they, and, then like, and then they fucking win because that's how Disney movies work. That's... 
With the power of love and determination, I can will you away. Oh, Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Planet. Where's Heart? Where's Heart? <laughs> um, now you're probably like, that was very nice. I'm glad that you have explained this movie that you've never seen to us. But why? Right. That, is, that was my face earlier when you mentioned Halloween Town and reading the synopsis. And I was just like... You're like, what the... Why? You want John's um, faces with, like, pursed lips and squinty eyes. There was a reason. In Oregon, there is a town named St. Helens. I thought you were going to say boring Oregon. It's like, listen, <laughs> it gets a bad rap. Uh, they take Halloween very seriously. That, uh, according to the city of St. Helens, uh, Halloween Town was filmed there in 1998. Oh, no, shit. And so, more than 20 years later, they are continuing the legacy of this film by decorating the plaza exactly the same as the movie. Like, so, are you telling me this Complete like, with a giant pumpkin. Is this like an evermore shtick? Like, do they actually have people that act like they're from Halloween Town? Well, so it... Because I'll lose my mind. Like, there's people that dress up, and there's a lot of costumes, but they have celebrities come in. So this year, um, I guess scenes from Twilight were also filmed there. So they have the guy who played Carlisle coming, um, the guy who voiced... Voiced? Voiced uh, (laughs) Billy? The skeleton with a bad attitude? Uh. Or no, a bad, bad, humor. bad humor. That's it. He's <laughs> coming with a bad attitude, <laughs> and he's coming back to play. <laughs> um, him, he's gonna be there. Okay, wait, wait. Like him, like Powerpuff Girls. Him? No. Because I fucking hate him, him. Like the voice actor of the skeleton with a bad attitude. <laughs> Did you ever see Powerpuff Girls? Yes. Like I always him. hated. That was the most I hated that villain. That villain gave me nightmares only because they're like, and it's him. Mm-hmm. Which is just like I couldn't tell if he was a boy or girl or androgynous or. It's not important. He's a. It's a villain. I They're needed villain. to know as a child. I was scared. <laughs> I like. I need to know what you are. When he's just like claw hands and weird pointy boots. <laughs> no, that's all he is. I can show you a claw picture. hands and he's pointy boots. Like, and then he can. Just... I mean, yes. I believe yeah. that there is some sort of crab humanoid. One Punch Man, save me. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh, but yeah, so they like they go all out, decorate the, the plaza just like it was in the movie. And tourists can go through the town. They have ghost tours, because I guess there's a, a decent amount of like spooky history from the area. Mm-hmm. Um, they... I found some, some things that they, they have on their... Their website, they had like there's a giant scarecrow competition. <laughs> uh, so the spirit of Halloween Town descends on St. Helens each October. Join us for this long celebration of the season. See the giant scarecrows, fall colors, and merchants turn into no, turned to immortal forms as fairies, witches, ghosts, and ghouls. We love Halloween and we let it show. So, what you're saying is, is we need to fucking go to this place on Halloween. So, here's the thing. Uh, Kirby and Colleen actually went to Portland to go to this. They went to the car rental store to get a car to drive there. The car rental place was closed. So they did not get to go. Because that was my my thing. I was like, cool, I can tell you about all the stuff that they saw. And then they were like, oh yeah, how was it? And they were like, we didn't get to go. No. But they went to Ikea. Okay. I mean... (laughs) Here they have a food court in there. They, they do. They got they had meatballs. Mm. Halloween Town resides in St. Helens, Oregon, Courthouse Plaza, 97051, in case you need a zip code. It's a real city, which you can visit at no charge. Okay. <laughs> there are free activities, as well as paid activities, and lots of fun photo ops, too. Um, the one that I thought sounded super interesting was the Columbia County Museum, which is at... 244 Strand Street. The museum is a favorite of those who want to hear about hangings and murders that happened in the courthouse plaza and beyond. Tours of scenes from the movie Halloween Town and more are available. Hmm. Jesus Christ Cat. Yep. Okay, bye. Nope. I just wanted you to know I was here. I just want... 
Just checking on you. But yeah, so there's there's uh, a little Halloween town. Huh. Not not. I mean, it's not super close, but it's not super far away. I freaking love Halloween. I love it so much. Everyone is always like, "You haven't seen Halloween Town," and I'm like, "No, I haven't." I and liked then, it a lot. And then as I got older, it's not like the the scenario ever presented itself. I feel like it was within the last like seven or eight years that I finally saw Hocus Pocus as well. Oh yeah, I saw. Those were not movies that I had year. when I was growing up. Yeah, I saw it for the first time and was judged heavily for not seeing it. I feel like that's one of those when people talk about it, you just like smile and nod, so you're like, they'll never know. I haven't seen it. They'll never know. What's your favorite part? Yeah. Uh-huh. The part with the witches. Right. There was some magic. I know what my favorite part is. Their walk. <laughs> I just, I did that the other day in the store. Like when, I was like, hey, Jules, look. And she like looked over and she was like, <laughs> start walking over with purpose. I do. I do like that movie, though. It's a good one. Um... Uh, fun fact about that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the guy with the stitched mouth, he eventually cuts it open. I think his name is also Billy. Yeah. Those moths that come out of his mouth, he had in his mouth, like, there were actual moths in his mouth. <laughs> from, like From, like, the beginning of the shoot. Oh, God. Like, 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 like he, he had them stitch it shut in his mouth because they couldn't, um, like, for that scene... Because they couldn't get the CGI mm-hmm. to, like, look good. So he's like, that's fine. We'll just use real moss. So they just put real moss. That's very, like, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Didn't he, like, I think he ate a cockroach for one. They were like, you don't have to do this. Like, well, fine. And he's like, no, I'm going to eat a cockroach. And they're like, okay, you, okay. I don't remember what movie that was from. Huh. Let me investigate. Investigate. Side note, I just I just realized what I also could have talked about here today. I could have talked about Linder Farms, because I fucking love Linder Farms. Oh, it was for Vampire's Kiss, that's right. Because it was like it didn't really have anything to do with anything. Um, you, I'm sure you've seen the meme that's Nicolas Cage, and he's like, really? Uh, yes. That's from Vampire's Kiss. Oh, I see. It is not a good movie. Is that also where the You Don't Say comes from? Yeah. That's the same scene. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure. I don't know. Like, I feel like Nicholas Cage has so many scenes, I can't keep track of him anymore. Because he's just, he's the meme lord. But National Treasure is like, goddamn National Treasure. Yeah, it really is. Like, that should be like the movie of, you know, like we have like, uh, you know, like we have like uh Fucking, uh, like, a country bird, right? Like, the bald eagle. I can't fucking remember the name. Bird. <laughs> like, our, our... Our mascot. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not a Philly fanatic. Because oh. that thing was atrocious. Um, but, like, we should have, yeah, like... but at least that isn't, like, like making fun of a minority. Bird, and this is our state Like, this should be, like, our country movie. Oh, National Treasure. I was yeah. like, Hocus Pocus, why? <laughs> I see. I understand now. <laughs> Halloween Town. Um, I don't remember who I was talking to. But we were talking about how we would very much like to go to New Orleans so that we could do ghost tours and and things um, like the Lollary Mansion. Yep. And I would very much like to go to the cemetery where Nicolas Cage's tomb is and see that. His tomb. It's... Ridiculous. Didn't he own the Lori mansion? Wasn't that one of the ones, or am I thinking? Of I the other one? don't. I know that he, he owned, owned a mansion. But maybe it was. No, the, he owned the spooky one because that's when he lost all his money. That's when he won the paper. But I mean, there's like many spooky mansions in in Louisiana. In the Bayou. Uh, Nick Cage tomb. Yeah, it gets me every time. I hope he has, like, national treasure in his tomb. <laughs> He's like, when I go, I'm going to bring this Are you prepared me. for this? No, but I'm ready to see. Listen. <laughs> Why the fuck is it a pyramid? <laughs> Why isn't it a pyramid? If Nick Cage... is Okay, Nick Cage ever dies, he'll be buried inside this controversial New Orleans... Uh... 
And it's in one of the like oldest cemeteries in New Orleans. Pyramid. Why in a pyramid? Illuminati, probably. Uh, Freemasons. Um, and the actually the um, the Latin that's on it is from National Treasure. Oh, I fucking nut. Um. Oh, Nicholas Cage, you are a National Treasure. Where? Oh, yes. Captain uh, America might be America's it's, ass. But... Uh, everything from one. That's the the Latin. Latin. All for one. And everything from one. Everything from one. So yeah, that's Nick Cage's tomb that has nothing to do with anything. You should Google that because it is a trip to look at. Gosh. Shall we? Uh, shall we roll for next episode? Yeah, I guess. Freaking, I have like ha- I have like two Nicholas Cage tombs in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do I have? I yeah. have um, what dice. Is it? These are Krakens. Oh, it's the iconic blue. Ah. Crack-lack. With the, the silver. I know, I'm feeling how like I think I'm having dice withdrawals. I need to buy some more. I've been thinking about it. It's more a thing. More. It's a seven. Seven. Hey, you got current events again. Look Fuck. at you. <laughs> I hate current events. Why why did I make that a category? I mean, I like current events. The nice thing is like all you have to do is look at the news. No, that's the terrible thing. Oh, Have yeah. you looked at the news? I don't look at the news anymore. I can't. I've just, like, <clears throat> seen too much bullshit. Um, True crime. Well, I... My brain told me history again. It always because does. Because I don't know <laughs> why, like, the scales of justice make me think of history. You're like, these are really old scales. <laughs> these are really old scales. All right. Hey. What? Oh, my gosh, Katie. Last time we had... Local history and education, local current events. Mm-hmm. Now we have just normal current events and normal history and education. No, because you have true crime. Shit! <laughs> I was like, I can see where you're going with this, it's, and it's unfortunate. And it's wrong because I just talked about how I was confused. Yeah. Like, we just went over this. <laughs> now I'm afraid I'm going to come in with a history and education. Oh, God. Thing. Well, I'm putting it on the calendar. <laughs> it's on the calendar. And I do look at the calendar. Okay, it's there. So you can look at it and be like, well, fuck, I researched history. (laughs) Well, thanks for tuning in. Come back next week to find out what the fuck we're talking about. Bye! Bye. If you've got something to say, find us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash WTFpod. Email us at wtf.podcast.mail at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WTFAYTA podcast. That's W-T-F-A-Y-T-A, our acronym, podcast. Our music was by Decker Hinckley, and our artwork was by Kirby Morfitt.